Hello there! Are you ready to have some fun? This is the story of Rawl's Adventures, starring Ashley McLean as Rawl, the raccoon that always has some kind of scheme up his sleeve, Eli Royal as Doc, the impulsive and kind of bonkers guy that lives in the park, and hosted by Jason Hobbs. Come have a listen and a laugh! Hello, you're listening to We Play RPGs, a different show. I'm not your host, Eli, but I am playing Dan. No, I'm Hi. not. I'm playing Doc. Playing... I was going to say, hang on a second. <laughs> I'm Ashley, and I'm playing Rawl. I'm Jason, and uh, I will be the one guiding these poor, poor, innocent creatures through a maze of horrors. I don't know if I'm innocent, but... Doc is. Oh, I mean, look. Doc is innocent, and Rawl is more innocent than some of the things you've encountered so far. Oh, yeah, this is, yeah, never mind. Very so, that being said, it's all about comparisons. Hey folks, it's Eli here with a quick ad break. This episode was recorded before our sponsor, Metallic Dice Gaming, came along. And uh, I personally bought their gold and purple metal dice. Their uh, metal and its gold plating on the edges and numbers with uh, purple enamel in the middle. And I love them. They've uh, got your traditional dice, they've got metal dice, and they even have these stone dice, and uh, I'm about to get me some of that, them amethyst test, 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 amethyst dice myself. Uh, go to metallicdicegames.com and use the coupon code PLAYITFORWARD for 10% off anything in the store. Uh, Alright, back to the episode. Where we last left off, you had... Well, you went to investigate the disappearance of a guardsman's brother by the name of Rolo, or in and around the tavern called the Boot and Barrel, where you proceeded to eat your way through the menu, earning yourself a free meal and free room and board, and Doc may or may not have been poisoned with some sort of sleeping agent. You don't know because David woke you up in the middle of the night and scared away whoever or whatever was outside your door. And you were also promised more information in the wee hours of the morning by the barkeep and in-owner by the name of Gianna, a elderly human woman. And oh, that... we also saw Chadwick, and I got, I got that potion. Yep. You also realize that Chadwick eats here because it's free, if not excessively cheap if, if not free to eat uh here and uh he likes to sell his stuff that he's found and rooting around in a garbage can my how the tables have turned she has become the garbage monster oh and we also gave a little bit of a wrap-up of the good deeds that you've done around uh the town whether or not it's out of altruism or the lust for gold who cares? You've done good things. Both. That being said, we're going to start up as you guys awaken from your rest. If I remember Ta-da. correctly, Doc was commenting about how a hard wooden floor was much more comfortable than a hard ground. Oh, this is very true. I forgot about that. <laughs> because awakening from a drug-induced stupor happened to be the best night's sleep of his life. And Doc's kind of an idiot, so he doesn't really think that he was drugged so much as just drunk. I mean, he did have a whole bottle of vodka, so there's that. Well, we're all waking up. It is currently... Ooh, that's a yawn. It is currently early morning, and the sun is just beginning to shine through the horizon line. It is sunrise. Well, he doesn't wake up that early normally, I don't think. No, he does not? Oh. I mean... Well, no, when yeah, when would Rawl wake up? Nah, he'll go ahead and wake up. <laughs> all right. He got good sleep. Yeah, and he, and he, he does have to meet the bartender early in the morning. And she did yes. stress early in the morning. Yes, she did. I feel like David and uh, Doc would just wake him up. Yeah, we we kind of wake up with sunrise. Oh, God, why are you all awake? And then all Raul right. remembers you have to talk with the bartender to get yeah. more answers like, to your oh. questions. Don't you sass yeah. me. I've got a corkscrew in my hand. Who? I do. Eli. You? I have a corkscrew. It's what I use to open my beer that I've been drinking. I'll sass you all I want if we're talking about actual people. Anyways, Rawl. 
is awake now, and we'll head to the main area, which I'm sure the, the others are too, for breakfast. And uh, breakfast is, again, chicken and fish and salad. No eggs? They don't Salad, really, you I say? Mean, there's cheese. I don't okay. think that cheese counts as eggs. <laughs> it doesn't, but it's dairy. <laughs> no, eggs aren't dairy. <laughs> My... My point is, it's feasibly Sorry. something. It's it, it's feasibly something you can eat for breakfast. Just a whole Sorry. block of cheese, breakfast of champions. Like melted, That's all I want. Just melted. It's want. It, it's melted cheddar mixed with egg. Shall we say? That's all I want. It's better than half rotten so, fish. So, uh, we we're getting our breakfast on. <laughs> and Gianna, the bartender, is still there manning the bar. She looks like she got some rest in the middle of the night. And pretty much everybody, actually, everybody has cleared out. There currently are no clientele. And she's basically sweeping up the, the floor, trying to get ready for the next day and all that it brings. Uh, I mean, does she recognize us? When we yeah, she up? recognizes you. She's like, oh, oh okay. hello. Uh, yes, I, I believe we had uh, our meeting, Raul. You had some questions you wanted to ask me. A little investigation of yours? Yeah, we're wanting to know about the people that are disappearing around here. I have a hunch that certain individuals who may or may not be rooting around my cellar may be responsible, but if I show you to the cellar, you have to promise you won't make a mess in there. There are people rooting around in the cellar and they're not making a mess? I mean, they are making a mess. If if you can take care of them, I believe they might be responsible for these kidnappings. Maybe oh. that's why I All slept right. so good. And you can make another notice check to see if she's being truthful. Doc got a seven. What did Rawl get? Ten. Oh, got a ten. All right, yeah. you both got raises. So she is being... There's a lot of lies and not a whole lot of truth. There, 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 there is some truth to the to the seller thing. Um, as far as who exactly is in the seller and what is going on in the seller, that remains to be seen. But there is something going on in the seller that is related to the disappearances. That much you can glean is truth. Listen, the rest of it is iffy. Ma'am, if you don't tell us the whole truth then I'm afraid we're going to have to speak to my lawyer. And I gesture broadly at uh, David, and David is going to make an intimidation check. Okay. He got a five. Oh my god, I love um, What's that versus spirit? I think so. Well, roll again. We tied with fives. Four. She just kind of crosses her arms because she got a five again and just goes, looky here, Sonny, I, I gave you free room, free food. Hey. If, if you're going to question are... my honor and integrity, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. And she, like, hey, pokes we... her broom at you. We earned that. Well, not at you, but at, but at David. Okay, see, now David makes an intimidation check just because she poked a broom at him. And he got a six. Yeah. She got a seven. Oh, God. She is a... She kind of scowls a little bit. It's the first time you've seen her scowl. She's a, she's a very nice lady, but... She's, she's starting to get fed up with your shenanigans, as it were. All right. We're going to go into the basement, but after that, my lawyer is going to call your lawyer. Is there any other My lawyer can run circles around your lawyer. I don't know about that. David can run really fast. Hey, are you telling us everything we need to know about going down there and taking care of this nonsense? Look, I don't have a whole lot of information about what's actually down there. It's... I didn't build this building. All I know is that there's a larder below the 
the structure where I get all of my kitchen supplies and, you know, ingredients and I store the beer and the ale and the liquor and the food and sometimes the food doesn't stay good, but oh well. That's how it goes. Uh, and then there's an area below that that's where you'll need to be going. I know absolutely nothing about what's down there. Alright. Well, I believe you. Make a notice check. I already said that Doc believes her. I'm not going to make a notice check. Alright, well, we're all can. We're all got a 10. And this, because this is important, I don't want her to have all of her secrets spilled so quickly. I'm going to make a persuasion check. Damn. That is close. That is close enough that I will say she does know very little, but she is hiding something. I don't like it. But Doc's already wrapped up into it. Yeah, I was going to say, like, we're going to, I mean, at that point, Doc's already going downstairs, so I'm going to have to follow and be like, we'll get back to this when I get back up here. Alright, and you, you basically, she leads you down to, through the larder, and into the basement area that she has not explored. She knows where the entrance is, but she's never actually been down there. And I just realized that I left you in the Ashen Ossuary and not in the actual tavern map, but I've just been playing with your figures, moving them around the map, wondering why you're not moving to the areas you're going to. I mean, it's black for us right now. And now my answer has been answered. Yeah. See, I thought that there wasn't any light in the basement. So I was like, no. oh, well, this makes sense. I just was at the wrong room. I mean, there isn't any light. You'll need to probably light a torch. So you step down through the, what is essentially a cobble staircase, and you arrive at some sort of vast complex. What you see in front of you is a circular room with a single crate in the center, um, kind of ominously and a pathway that begins to lead further beyond. And you should be able to now see the map. I can. Mm -hmm. And that's what you see is a single, that single crate just sitting in the middle of the room. Sort of an old, cracked uh, stone floor. That's ominous that it's just a single crate. Mm -hmm. You're not wrong. I want to go look at it. Are you going to move up to it, or are you just going to try and look around first? Can I just look around? Like, without yes, seeing a notice roll? you can. Just first? make a notice roll. You most certainly can. I got a seven! That is definitely enough, so do not move your token at all. Nobody move. Okay. Please don't move, otherwise you may trigger things that Rawl's about to warn you about. Actually, that's I fine. Will... Your positioning there is fine, because I couldn't make the tripwire where I wanted the tripwire to be, because scaling was an issue. Oh, um, so, okay. with a 7 on the notice roll, you see a thin silver tripwire pretty much right in front of you, spanning the entirety of that first section of tiles. And uh, it's it's kind of slack at the moment. It's this sort of thin, silvery wire. Oh. And it basically connects wall to wall, and then you also see part of it thread down towards that box. Ugh. No. Don't move, guys. At least... Okay. You can step over that, but there's a tripwire there. Over where? The thing in front of us, the little silver thing. Oh, I see it. That's a tripwire. And... Yeah. It is basically, um, I want to say, like, shin height on Rawl, and it's, like, at ankle height on uh, Doc. Doc picks Rawl up and puts him on the other side of it, and then he just steps over it and tells David to look out for the wire. Okay. You got booby traps down here? Apparently so. And actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move you like that, because that's, that, that's where the tripwire is, so you're not Oh, there. okay. <laughs> that is... And you said See, originally that this I was going to have it connecting those two pillars, but uh, I couldn't do that because the space was tiny that you had to fit into. That's fair. Yeah. No. <laughs> and you said we that the thing in the center of the room is a crate. Yep, it's just a crate Can with the trip we... wire connecting to it. Oh, it's connected to it. Okay, yeah, no, I'm not going to touch that because it's probably a bomb. Ah. Uh, something like it. 
out of character, you're not wrong. I feel like wrong. We might be okay. I mean, technically, gunpowder doesn't exist properly on Ildar yet. It's not, it's not gunpowder, but it is something else. That doesn't matter. Magical <laughs> traps exist. That's what I was about to say. I was about to say, Vral would just be paranoid because it is something is connected to it. Connected to it that was clearly supposed to be a trap. That is true. Don't touch it. He looks at Docky and David. Don't touch that box. Okay. All right. So we can move that direction. Yep. And you can you can basically see ahead of you is this sort of corridor that begins to just narrow, sort of almost like cave like passageway that begins to bend slightly to the left. So this area is actually very well lit. And do you see a sign right where that empty space is that says... And you see these tiles with these different symbols on them, which are... It basically goes some sort of creature, whether it be birds or some sort of land-dwelling creature or some sort of sea-dwelling creature. And the sign specifically state, it just says, Entree to enter. Simply what it says. Enter to enter? Ooh, elven. Entree to enter. I don't know what that means. It it means enter in French. Oh, that's Does it? I don't know. Ooh. <laughs> you know what? I'm just... No, I as a player have now picked up what he's putting down. <laughs> Don't know Which happening. is awesome. <laughs> you can, out of character, uh, because I planned for this inevitability, make either a notice roll or a or a smarts roll. Well, Doc got a fifteen on his notice roll. Holy shit! All right, and Raul did get a four, so Raul make uh, a notice roll since you got a four on your smarts. As you're as you're pondering this riddle. Doc has solved it another fashion. That's that's a success. That's enough. So you both go about this in wildly different ways, which is excellent because you managed to completely bypass the super deadly thing. Um, it's also kind of disappointing because I, I made my own version of things that you will now no longer be able to see. Doc notices that some of these floor tiles with the symbols on them are flush and others appear to be ridged and... Basically, he realizes that the ones that are flush appear to actually be floor, and the ridged ones appear to be pressure plates. Rawl, however, recalls the menu and realizes that the entrees were listed in the order of a sea-based creature, a land, a, a air-based creature, and then a land-based creature. And realizes so, that the the proper path is probably to go to a sea creature, then a land, then an air creature, then a land creature. So it should be sea, air, land, sea, air, land, sea, air, land. Sea, air, land? Yep. And because I have the power to do this, this is going to take a bit, actually, because they're so thin. You know what? I'm just going to move you to where you need to be, because... You know where the path is. Do you want us to make like an agility check to make sure we don't misstep? No, they're big enough. I mean, they're they're like three feet wide. Mm. They're, they're wide enough. My point is they're wide enough. You're not going to misstep. Once you know okay. the pattern, it's not bad things won't happen. So I will move Rawl. See, you get you get what I'm saying? Because it, it's, it's crab, then bird, then frog, then crab, then bat, then cat an octopus, then whatever you're standing on. Owl, then hamster, then seahorse, then bird, then cat. Does does the sense make sense? And actually stop because yeah. you see a corridor. Patterns make sense. And you see a little sidekick corridor, which leads to some, some loot, which is not tiled or pressure plated. And I'm going to roll on my random loot table. See what you find. So give me a moment. So yeah, Eli, I transferred some of your abominations into Savage Worlds, and now you won't get to meet any of them. Well, you won't get to meet some of them. There may be others that may or may not be encountered. Yay! But thankfully, you will not encounter the green flesh-eating abomination, which I read and was oh horrified dear. about. Oh no! It's not that bad. 
because I was lazy and didn't feel like making it actually that powerful. But I did I did keep to the central theme. You will also not meet the uh, black sneak abomination, which I took the white sneak abomination and made it, you know. Can you make a notice roll to see if there's anything weird about the loot? Oh, sure. Okay. Yes. 100%. That is a wise choice. There does not appear to be anything weird about the loot. Alright, cool. Um, um, and I'm about to pull up my thing. You find a, a very big room full of a lot of treasure. And basically what it is, it's, it just appears to be not discarded items, more so as it, it, it's actually got this fairly well-organized, almost like bolt hole for, for various expensive or otherwise um, important items, so that way they won't be damaged, what it appears to be. Yeah, it's 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 a it's basically like it's not an assortment of adventuring gear. It's not a pile of coins. It's not a treasure chest. It is a carefully cataloged assortment of important items to be saved for later. Well, that was very nice of them to do that for us. And I'm trying to pull up my. There it is. There's my treasure table. Yay! Treasure hoard. A lot of weird art that is important for some random reason. Do what now? <laughs> it's like a lot of weird art that's important for some reason. And one magic item. This is a magic item? Uh, funny. Alright, so you find... And uh, I would pop open your uh, loot table. Or whatever. whatever wherever you're going to put your treasure, I'd get that ready. So let me know when you're ready. Can you just put it in that area that's like stashed or whatever on your character sheet? Yeah, you can do that. Sure. So you find a carved ivory statuette of a um elephant. Because why not? Ironically or morbidly made of elephant. A box of turquoise animal figurines. A Bronze crown. If I'm going too fast, let me know. Bronze what? Crown. The king's crown. A brass mug with a jade inlay. A brass what? A brass mug, like a drinking mug, like a stein, uh, with a jade inlay. Another box of animal figurines. So just I would just do two boxes. What I would do. Uh, actually, no. Make that three boxes because I just scrolled down some more. Okay. So there's three boxes of turquoise animal figurines in total. Somebody likes their animal figurines for some reason. And when you're done with that, I have last item that is mundane, which is a gold ring set with bloodstones. And each of these items is worth 250 gold each. like, God, you're rich. You also find a potion of greater healing. A what? You said potion? Potion of greater healing. Which, for the purposes of this, because it is a conversion from a different system... So I believe greater healing is one step higher. So that heals uh, up to two wounds. You basically make a vigor roll at plus one. And then however many raises and successes, you heal that many wounds. And you also find, quite frankly, a startling amount of gold. (laughs) But it's not in gold coins, it's in platinum coins. Startling amount of coins? Is that what you yeah, said? Yeah, a startling amount of gold coins. You find... I need to do calculator work here. Actually, no, I don't, because I know what the conversion is. You find 480 platinum pieces, which is basically 4,800 gold. No, wait, yeah. Is that math right? 
Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. That math is no. I, in that case, I misspoke on how much gold you find. No, I didn't because it's 303. Yeah, that is correct. My math is correct. Yep, 4,800 gold worth of platinum. Yeah. Yes. Treasure whore tables get nuts. And I think I rolled towards the higher end of the spectrum. Welcome to D&D loot. <laughs> it gets absurd. I love it. Because Rawl and Docker, if they keep this, are going to be mega... Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, that's why I said if we keep it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's some spontaneous good cause you decide to spend it towards. Who knows? Maybe it gets stolen from you and it's a future uh, adventure to get it back. Who knows? But that be you, said, you know. I'm going to move all of you forcibly to the exit. That's You'll fair. notice how I lovingly placed a bunch of fiend tokens in a line, hoping you'd think that was the correct way to go. <laughs> that was not true. That's uh, that's fair. And I'm going to reveal that all out. And you proceed to go through the corridor. Um, it's basically this sort of looping maze of tiles, but you make your way through it. And you are in a, a single, a narrow corridor, which leads to a area that's basically a rectangular room with what appears to be a man-made stream, almost carved into it, that ends at um, almost like a fountain but there is no like statue or anything in it it's it's just a a regular fountain but in that fountain there is a strange gold looking trinket surrounded by faint flickering lights you said that the gold thing has lights around it yep faint flickering lights well that's pretty don't do that. Hey, man. To, he, Doc can do what Doc wants to do. No, I know. Yeah, I mean, Doc just starts walking see. towards it. Okay. I'm going to put him on the other side of it. Uh, Wait, your notice roll is a two? Oh, no, that was for the other thing. Oh, that's a three. Oh, it, it looks like a regular gold treasure to you. Now interested to you, it looks like money. Yeah, that's why I was like, "Hang on a second, we're also gonna come over here and be like, oh, it's gold. We just got a bunch of gold a minute ago." Uh, Do you touch it now? How big is it? Uh it's. I would describe it as about maybe twelve inches in height. It's like a. It's like a small statuette, but it's like a. Oh, cool! Almost like you know those dragon figurines you can buy, like mm-hmm. for D anD. d it's like that size, like like, oh, a, like an ancient yeah. dragon. He just picks it up. So you can pocket it, it's just awkward. Yeah, Doc just picks it up. Cool, as you pick it up, there is a flash of light from upstream, and you hear this, like, wet slapping sound. <laughs> and you start to hear the sound, like the whole... How to describe it? The air around you begins to feel almost electrically charged and the faint smell of ozone is in the air ozone ozone lightning oh as you see approaching and i will now change its layer because it is now out nope not that this as it has now revealed itself as this sort of like small almost goblinoid draconic thing begin leaps out of the shadows at you. And the slapping noise was its dick hitting its thigh. (laughs) Uh, It has webbed feet. Alright, but that's separate from its (laughs) dick. What did you say? I couldn't finish. I I said, okay, but that's separate from its dick hitting its thigh. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Why? <laughs> Why <are you> like this? 
see what's delightful for me personally about getting to do this show and getting to do the stream is that I will sometimes make those jokes in the the uh, Prismatic Guard podcast when I'm running it, but I'm like a whole different person here. Well, yeah, because like this isn't serious. Yeah, you can just do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> like, like, like as horrific as horrific as the last like adventure plot point was. I'm trying to bring it back and make it a little bit more funzy. Well, I think it's, it's the- clearly also because I'm not in charge. <laughs> and like, I don't have to there, be organized. There's, there's things here. <laughs> there's, here. You could probably die horribly in a few different ways in this place, but I mean, it's a lot more just like, hey, you know, it happens. That what we're doing here is never die for this one. You can't die. That's Maybe what I'm it's like you you die, but you don't die because reasons. Yes. Yeah. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, there we go. Rawl is going first. As you see this entity about one, two, three, four, five, so that would be ten yards away. Really Uh-oh. the only thing What's button behavior? Don't Sorry. don't mess uh what what do you mean? Button behavior? It's one of the things under you can change it to basically roll attack and damage at the same time, or just roll attack. No, okay, just don't mess with it. Yeah, don't, don't mess with that. The, all right, well, the only thing I can do is run up to him and try to shake him, or shank him. Okay, so you move up. I got a five. I believe that does hit him. So hit the button for rolled damage. Cool, and it's actually, re- remember too that that weapon gives you a plus one to hit even though it doesn't automatically calculate it because I'm dumb. So I get six then? Yes. It's still a regular hit, but it's it's good to remember. <laughs> and that does five damage, which is calculated correctly, which okay. is not enough to hurt him. So you, you go to shank him and it just sort of like slides against these scales. It is now David the Direwolf's turn. He's gonna go ahead and try and bite him. Alrighty. But the good news is it has that misses. Yeah, that was only a three. Bummer. As it like goes to like parry with the uh, scimitar it has in its hand. Doc! Uh, Doc yells out, Hey! Put your dick away! And then he's gonna go punch him. Alright. You're gonna punch him in the dick? Apparently, he has a really easy target there, so. (laughs) (laughs) Not what I intended at all, but sure. I was gonna say, uh. I'm gonna spend a Benny. Yeah. 15 to hit! That's a hit with the raise. Easily. Oh! 21 damage. Doc just runs up and goes, put your dick away, and snaps his neck. And thus, the blue sneak abomination is no more. Jesus Christ. Damn, Doc, it I only... didn't realize that uh, unclosed uh, monsters would uh, infuriate you so much. Listen, if I have to wear pants, so does everybody else. This checks out. See, here's the thing. It only has a toughness of six. <laughs> <laughs> and it, because it has armor, it, it has one point of armor. That's the oh only reason that Rawl didn't hurt him. Oh my god, that's so funny. And he's an extra because he's a sneak, and the sneaks are not very powerful comparatively. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> I love they're that, ambu- that. They're ambush predators. They're not meant to be in a straight-up fight. Oh, yes. Uh, and he is no more. Doc murdered because <laughs> he had his dick out. <laughs> like, that's the best part. You call with your dick out, you get you get trashed. Damn! <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I gave him a sweet lightning leap ability, and like I, I tried to keep the theme of how the sneaks were, and you just go up and just. Look, we didn't get to see any of that shit. I even gave him like a bonus action to like hide because they have one and, and the ones that you made. 
and I, 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 I gave him lightning damage, which like does armor piercing for his ranged attack instead of slowing people. Oh, <laughs> and he's oh just man, dead. my sides hurt so bad. Oh, that was wonderful. Well, you have a, a 250 gold worth trinket made of gold. I was about to ask if we get to keep that. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. the, that's like a snake figurine with wings so that's made of gold. A twelve-inch snake, flying snake. I'm I'm writing that down in my my yeah, stash. Yeah, that's that's Doc's. Doc has it because it's shiny. And um, there's there's two corridors here, at the end of this room. There's one here and there's one here. The choice is yours. I want to go straight. Okay. That leads you to another T-intersection. Uh, one is sort of like a narrow uh, cavern passageway again. The other one is a uh, still that tile. Doc, you get to choose this one. Which way do you want to go? It's Ooh, north or south? North. North is All right. Way? Yeah, okay. Cool. <laughs> and uh, you see what appears to be a, a, a campfire blazing in the middle of this place, and that's it. Just a single okay. campfire sitting in the middle of a Almost I don't see cavern. shit. I don't either. There Not we either. go. Oh, there we go. Ah, cool. Doc's gonna move up to the campfire and lay down to take a nap. Uh, Doc? Yeah? Do you interact with the campfire in any way other than laying down by it? No. Okay. Doc, if yeah. there's a fire going, the stance is and there's someone else here. Yeah, we should go say hi. Yeah, we should say hi. <laughs> Rawl just goes with that because we're all like, I'm not going to try and explain it's, that it's, they might be here to hurt it, us. It's just a dead end. The, the room is just a dead end. Like, not in another room? Like, I'm talking about in another room. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Room. Going to go and meet whoever said it, yeah. yeah. But obviously, you know, that this room itself, it just ends abruptly. Oh, okay. And I'm just going to do something real quick so you can see what, what, what I did because I'm I'm proud of myself. And I'm so glad that you didn't do this. We want to sell. Oh! Oh my! Yep. Yep. <laughs> that thing is the only one that I think is legitimately as terrifying as it is. The fucking nightmare abomination? No, butcher. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh. No, oh, no, good. no, no, no. I read the stats for that and I was like, nah. It's a cute butcher abomination because the butcher abominations in the other game were legitimately terrifying. Evil I- I shrimp. I made them all a shabby because it's kind of, sort of the same. Uh, not really, but it it's had the adorable. same vibe to me. Yeah, it's adorable though. It was the closest thing I could think of that would give me all of the ones that I wanted. I'm just gonna, just oh, gonna slide. Oh, there's more things to choose. Oh yeah. Um, let me go back to my uh, area here. So it, you can either head go further south, or you can take this fork. I want to take the fork. All right. Go into the room. And you see what appears to be a stone statue of a hooded figure. The hood itself is empty, and inside of it, there is an item that I am pulling up right now. Inside of that statue's hood, there is... This is... Just gotta read my stuff. See, that's those. Aha. There is a riddle actually etched into the statue itself. And inside of the hood, there is a gleaming amulet. And the riddle reads, A golden treasure that never stays, the coin whose face gives wealth to all, Strands, nuggets, and dusts of gold are all brought about with its shining grace, and all are more precious than any gleaming metal. What am I? And it's just etched on the statue, and then there is this amulet in the middle. I would like to make a smarts roll to solve that riddle, because I am bad at riddles. It's You're fine. It's not a great riddle. It was just the better of the ones I was able to find. Doc got a five. And Raul got a five. You believe the answer is the sun. You know what's funny is that I as a player was thinking sunlight. Which is great. <laughs> uh, so Doc goes, oh, 
the sun. And then he just grabs the amulet. And you grab the amulet and nothing bad happens to you. Ever again, we live happily ever after. Yeah, so I basically decided to make these have uh, either theory check so theory becomes usable for, for uh, Rawl or to just have you use your brains and solve it. <laughs> it's just very funny that Doc is using his brains to solve shit. Yes. <laughs> he has been, but let's be real, throughout this whole thing, he has managed to roll so well when it has come to smarts. <laughs> Look, he has a different type of intelligence. He's some yeah. kind of idiot savant. Yes, it is insane. Will you going to wear that, Doc? It, it's basically stylized, fittingly, in the shape of a sun. And you have a, if you can put this in your sheet. Uh-huh. Whenever you're ready. You have a solar amulet, which deals 2d6 radiant damage to all enemies, ignoring allies, in a medium burst template that counts as sunlight. Dope. It has three charges and recovers one charge per dawn exposed to sunlight. Alright. So yeah. it's like, so like, it doesn't just recover it per day, you have to actually take it out into the sun once a day for it to re recover its charges. All so right. if you like stayed in a cave for a week and burned all the charges, you'd be screwed, but... It's solar powered, baby. <laughs> I'm going to notice roll to see if there's anything else in the room. Alright. There appears to be some powder of speed. <laughs> Not in ah! this room. In this room, you find nothing. Bad day. And, uh. Check another room. Just gonna reveal more areas. Can you see the steps leading downwards now? Mm-hmm. Well, mm -hmm. that's that's the only way to go. <laughs> to keep going south. And uh, you can enter this room. And as you enter, there's these... And don't move past the statues. And actually, I'm going to move you here. Okay. There we go. Um, you see these two statues uh, just standing up about... Um, well literally six yards apart because that's how the tabletop inches work in this game <laughs> and they're both uh, made of some sort of uh, iron the one to the left is a little bit rusted will actually be your your right but on the map the one to the left is okay. uh, rusted out and the one to the right is uh, pristine looking and as you approach they speak oh traveler I'm not a hoe. What is the password? Lest thee not travel farther. Oh, I know this one. I read it in the paper. Password. I, I just Can you give us some clues? Make a persuasion check for Doc. And <laughs> this is the part where I realized I was supposed to drop a, a conversation when you were talking to the bartender and didn't. Oh, uh, well. Can... Doc got a do four. I, do I roll anything? You can make a smarts check if you want, because I forgot to leave the conversation marker. This is what happens when your notes are on a couple different pages. I forgot to this roll. That's true. Smarts? Eleven. So, because I have no better way of doing this, you, like, see scribble, like, you, you took the menu with you for some reason. And you see scribbled across the top is, uh, like, it's like the advertisement section. And it's, like, for a, um, a locksmith. And it says, Mornhart locked, because Mornhart bears the key. Because you got an 11. Mornhart bears the key? Excellent, excellent, excellent. You may pass. And say hello to the mistress for us. Okay. She knew a lot more and, than she was letting on. And at this point, I'm going to also reveal what these entities are, and they will stay remained, because as far as they're concerned, you're allies. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. As far as they're concerned, you're oh, a helping God. friend. 
And uh, there's also a passageway off to, which I'm about to reveal, reveal areas. There's a passageway up to the northeast and to the regular east. And there's also these, uh, the blood on the floor and the uh, Reaper statues. Should, uh, should we follow the blood? Sure. To this coffin? You see a man that is currently unconscious and tied up that matches the description of Rolo. Oh, he said. And in the corner is a pile of assorted adventurers' garbage. It's just a bunch of dildos. I mean, I want to check it out now. Potentially, <laughs> yes. Uh, Doc will walk up and try to wake up Rolo. He has lost a lot of blood. Uh, well, there's actually two. <gasps> make a well, make a notice roll for Rawl and Doc. Make a medicine check. Oh, that thing I'm not trained in. Oh, five. All right, he has two puncture hole wounds in his neck and uh, has some rather. I'm not going to say horrific because that's too much of an overstatement. Uncomfortable looking rope burns, shall we say? I'm gonna untie him. All right, and like be like, "Hey, man, hey, your brother sent us." And he kind of his eyes flutter awake, and he's like, uh, "What?" Yeah, your brother, Alfonso, Alfonso sent you. I thought his name was Jeff. We it's look. We need to get out of here. If she hears us, okay. I I've got that potion though. With that. That would assist in making you invisible. And then there's the other potion that's supposed to help people. Oh, like yeah. You can it. you can give them a potion of uh, healing. Yeah. Um, Alright. Is that cool? Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm going to use that on him. Um, before you do that, for your notice roll, um, these two statues, the, the Reaper statues, they also have a riddle carved on them. Actually, they both have riddles carved on them. And you spy what appears to be a um, a silver-tipped table leg in one of their hands. And in the other one, there is some metal bracers. What the fuck? And there's nothing of value in the treasure pile. I mean, there's like five gold and some trash. I mean, I'll take five gold, but... Uh... <laughs> The what are the? Do I have to make another roll to see what the riddles are? So I will read them to you, or you can also attempt thievery to be quicker than whatever suspicious traps there may or may not be. They're they're two different statues. One of them has a silver tipped table leg. The other one has some bracers. The bracers. All right. You just reach your hand in there and pull it out, and you are just in the nick of time as these spikes just go to clamp down on your wrist. And uh, you have some fancy looking bracers in your hands now. What's your strength die? It's a d4. Alright, your strength is now a d6. Okay. And don't adjust it. I need to do this. Okay. No, because it's only while you're using the bracers. It's not permanently adjusted. Okay. And I will use my powers of gears from what I've learned playing our Wolfman in our Twitch streams. <laughs> hmm. So I boosted your strength by one die type. So your strength is now a D6. Perfect. While you wear the bracers. Okay. So. Can I see from the other one or? Hmm. Oh yeah, you can, can attempt I... to see from the other one. Yeah. That, however, is a failure. Oh, sad day. So you take that much piercing damage. As it does stab your wrist quite violently. A la various booby traps. For seven damage. Where do I put that up? And actually, no, because that die didn't explode. So hold on. Uh-oh. There we go. This may be bad. Um, probably. So, so that's seven plus four plus three. What? 
So that's 14 damage. So what's your uh, toughness there, buddy? Uh, four? Oh, no. <laughs> you are not very tough. Oh, no. No, I'm not. <laughs> I would have had you increase your vigor had I known this. I didn't look that closely. Wait a minute. Actually, it's a five because the fatigue or the whatever was taken away. I forgot to take that off. So, but I'm still just, uh, I'm still pretty low. Alrighty. So that's a, well, five's actually more reasonable. <laughs> um, considering we're not <laughs> using armor. Um, alright. So that's ten plus four minus five is nine. Divided by four, right? Yeah. You have two wounds. Oh, no. As you are stabbed violently in the wrists and arm by these spikes that jut out from the hood. And you are unable to get the chair leg. And as you pull your, your arm out, you have these gouges now in your arm and the spikes are still sealed shut. Wrong, want... I'm way too confident. Do you want to try and solve the riddle? Hey, screw you, statue! Sure. Doc's gonna try and push it over. Like, down the stairs. Right. <laughs> Make a strength check. Nine. But it is a firmly rooted stone statue, and you, like... It shifts just <laughs> barely, <laughs> but, like, it does not move. That'll like you learn you. Like, you can feel it starting to do something, but you have to put so much more effort into it to get it to move. Shouldn't I use that potion? Well, you haven't used it yet on the kid. Oh, I haven't? No, that's why I had you stop, because you, you <sighs> I needed to tell you the result of your notice roll first. The riddle, by the way, for that one, reads, You cannot see me, hear me, or touch me. I lie behind the stars and alter what is real. I am what you really fear. Close your eyes, and I come near. Darkness! That is correct, good sir. And as, as Doc excitedly exclaims, Darkness! The spikes uh, dissipate, dis disappear. They, they go back in the spiky hole. I just grab the table leg. All right, you have a blessed sharpened silver-tipped table leg that uh -huh. deals strength plus d8 damage. I really love that. It's a fancy steak, but it's just made out of a table leg. Well, now he has an even fancier stick than before. This is wonderful. It just came at the cost of Rawl's <laughs> precious, precious wrist. It's okay. I'm going to use that potion on myself. All right, make a vigor roll and add plus one to whatever your result is. For the potion? Yep. And then, de then delete. Just, just roll vigor. vigor. Roll? Yeah, you should be able to click the dice by vigor. Uh, Well, we're going to mm -hmm. remove the wound penalties from that. So that is a three and that is a four. You heal one wound. You are now at one wound as you okay. drink the healing potion. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just thought about killing that monster for having its dick out again. We <laughs> got a 21 damage. I just, he was just reminiscing about his past conquests. I, I let my mind wander and I thought about the killing the monster for having his dick out again and I just couldn't help yeah. but laugh. No, you're good. It's an acceptable thing to laugh about. I just didn't understand what was happening. And the two, at, at this point, um, the two bodyguards are like, Are you here to see Mistress Alina? Nah, we're leaving. Okay. And I'm just gonna grab the guy and, like, fireman carry him. Yeah. Alright. That's, that's the way to roll. You're not even gonna deal with the actual bad guy. You're just gonna rescue <laughs> the guy and be like, Well, don't know what's going on, but we got your brother back. <laughs> Fuck this, we're out! <laughs> Fuck uh, this shit, I'm out. I said, fuck this shit, I'm out. Oh, actually, no, because he knows this is strangely intelligent, and I didn't realize just how until just now. 
because he's a guardsman brother. So, of course, he's going to report her to the guards. And, of course, wait, but he has... I don't know. There are consequences of this episode that will continue past it, is what I'm saying. I just haven't decided what oh. those consequences are. Okay. Well, we're going to roll out of this cave. All right. Well, you leave pretty easily. You know the way out. And, like, uh, as long as you go out the way you came, you're not going to encounter anything. Because um, you know where the tripwire is, and you know where the tiles are. and You're not going to explore up north, because why would you? It's a dead end. And uh, you leave. So yeah, when we get up to the top, I'm going to go, yeah. um, hey, ma'am, I think you have a vampire infestation. Also, you knew a lot more than you were talking about. So you the met my daughter. So you met my daughter? Who? Your daughter? No, we didn't meet oh. anybody. We just got this fancy stuff and I just hold up the stake. She's like, all right. <laughs> and she she's she's very visibly flustered, but she's like, wait. Also, this guy to... doesn't have any blood. I mean, what he's... doesn't have blood? Out of character, Doc is, is, is exaggerating. In character, I say nothing, because I'm the voice of the universe. Wait, what, what did Doc just say? He said this guy doesn't have any blood, referring to the man that has had a lot of his blood heavily drained and was on death's door. Who Doc still has slung over his shoulder. Who is actually still at death's door. Yeah, we need to get him somewhere to get him help. So. Oh, I know a guy. There's a duck over in uh, Southside Park. Best doctor around. We need someone closer than that. that There's Miss Mayhew. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Who knows clearly some biology. Let's go to her. <laughs> Just not okay. very good at it. It's very backwards knowledge of biology. <laughs> like, she memorized half the textbook, but, like, only, ha like, the really weird halves of it. So these very strange gaps in her information. All right. We're going to go to her. <laughs> All right. So you just, you just, learned. she's just like, what? I thought. And, and we're going to cut. Because I am, I am dumbfounded, and I, I, I want our audience to know what the hell just happened, and I, I can't do this otherwise. So we're gonna do a smash cut to a scene that your characters are not involved in, because I need people to understand that yes, there is a story here. This is not just random nonsense. <laughs> so um, we smash cut to the bartender Gianna going back down into the basement and talking to her daughter, who is the half-orc vampire. Uh, who was attempting to turn um, Rolo into her immortal bam vampire boyfriend. Um, it's like, what What happened to Rolo? Oh, those uh, crazy people who you tried to kidnap, uh, I guess, went and rescued him. And you didn't stop them. What? I thought they killed you. What was I supposed to do? And then, and then the vampire... Uh, Elan is just like, well, I think he is a vampire now, so there's that at least. We just took a vampire out. <laughs> you know nothing. We may find out when we smash cut to you, because I haven't decided yet. I was not expecting you to do this. <laughs> you weren't expecting us I, to go, all right, we're done. only one She's one door over. <laughs> well, we also, I mean, to but be it's fair, the daytime, so she's asleep. <laughs> oh no! Well, you know how it would have gone. Doc would have just woken her up, and then just, and then you would have just immediately killed her, which is fine. Anyway, well, so now we're, so now we're gonna, so yes, there, there was a story here. There was, there was a plot. <laughs> We destroyed that plot. No, you just <laughs> altered it. That I, I, I make that this is why I don't write very um, detailed storylines. I just make a general concept of what I want of what I want to happen, and then whatever you do actually writes the story. I'm gonna write. Just read my my notes here for the audience. 
Obviously, the depressed figure was Chadwick. He figured that out. Elena is secretly a vampire who has a collection of thralls and blood bags in the lower basement of the tavern, which you never discovered because you didn't trigger the traps. She is aided by her mother, who spikes who spikes the drinks of healthy individuals. They are both members of the cult of Ashku, hence the abominations, guarding the vampire crypt. Only a third of the potions sold by the weirdos in the corner actually work. And he gave you one of the good ones because you gave him the stuff back. Yeah. I'm glad I had that. And you still have that, technically. The potion I used. No, you used the health potion. You didn't use the stealth one, though. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's that's potion, Which is the one he gave you. Yeah, I'm excited. Anyway, smash back to our main cast here as you make your way with this... Do you weaken to Bernie's this man, or you just, or do you just fireman carry him? Yeah, I'm just fire, fireman carrying him the whole way. All right, everybody, there, there's a few odd glances your direction. No, Jason, I set up a series of elaborate pulleys to make him walk beside us. But most people just like, I don't know, you must have gotten super drunk after all. They did just leave that weird tavern run by that weird grandma. I, I, I pull a Joe Swanson and I just tape him to the front of my body. Oh my god. <laughs> now, now I'm just imagining Doc walking down the street with this half unconscious wounded man <laughs> tied to the front of his body and like the limbs and stuff so it looks like he's puppeting him. <laughs> but you do you do make your way to uh you, you make your way to the uh, to Doc Mayhew's house, and because I want good closure for things, um, <laughs> you are able to heal him. He is no longer on death's door. I'm gonna roll a d20 just to see what happens here, and all right, awesome. It's above a ten. He's not a vampire. He is cured of whatever vampirism that he may have acquired. Horseshoe blood cures vampirism, you say? Uh, she did give him a blood transfusion. You don't know what blood she used. <laughs> That's the excellent part about this, is that she Pig has blood all this cures blood. vampirism, you say? She has all this blood, but she doesn't understand how blood transfusions work. She's just like, oh, blood's the same. I'll give you this hor- this Blood's blood. blood which, is, which is blue instead of red, but it'll work. That's uh, great. <laughs> and um you could say the the brother of the guard is now a, a blue blood. Uh... <laughs> and he goes to the guard the uh and they they are eventually thanks to the uh the help of his first person uh witness testimony able to uh, arrest the grandma. They attempt to arrest the vampire half-orc. However, she disappears into the night. And uh, I would say would seek vengeance on you, but she has no idea who you are. Just a general description of what you look like. So if by chance you stumble across her, maybe something will happen. Otherwise, because like your only other major enemy at this point that matters is uh, Chadwick, but he's no longer your enemy, so. I love this so much. And with that, we're going to end this episode and we're going to end our season finale with you guys doing a, a good deed for the sake of doing a good deed and also possibly clearing part of your criminal record. Yay! And that that was the that's the season finale, folks. I hope you enjoyed it. I was hoping for a climactic boss battle, but you know, you can't play in when it comes to role players. Yeah. And <laughs> as far as pluggles go, um if you watch literally any episode of NCIS, any of the the, the 46 seasons or however many it is, any episode, you will be able to find me in the background at minute 10. And 46 seconds, staring directly at the camera, mouthing the words, 
You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Royal Artisan Props and on Twitter at Royal Props. How do you come up with this stuff? <laughs> Probably the same way I do, just babbles nonsense until it makes sense. Yep. Well, unfortunately, my brain doesn't work like that. So you can find me at Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at AmCosplayClean. Are you saying and that you can't babble nonsense or that it won't make sense? It won't sound cool. Ah, I was going to say. That's just practice is all that is. God damn it, you're rude. Um, <laughs> you, can, you can find me on YouTube at um, the channel E-R-A-S-Y-L space P-R-I-M-E. That's Aerosil Prime. Occasionally on Twitch, but that's super sort of rare and, and, and far in between, which is also uh, Aerosil underscore Prime, because Twitch doesn't like spaces, apparently. Where I have various um, role-playing uh, Let's Plays and video games that I enjoy for stories that I don't have to account for uh, the main protagonists doing some crazy <laughs> shit out of nowhere. <laughs> because it's a video game and all the options are already predetermined at the start. It's just yep. what I decide to do. <laughs> <sighs> that was fun. And with that, we will see you guys whenever you tune in next. Bye. Bye. Thanks for stopping by for this part of our adventure. This podcast is part of the We Play RPGs network. You can learn more about We Play RPGs at weplayrpgs.com on all social media at weplayrpgs. And if you support this podcast on patreon.com slash weplayrpgspodcast, you can always find wonderful merch at tpublic.com. Just search for WePlayRPGs. Anyway, bye!